And welcome to an early edition of Assassination on Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, February 8th, 2021. <laughs> after another snowy Sunday for me. Just love that white crap. Just love it. Shovel, 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 shovel. Ugh, ugh, ugh. God. Anyhow. So let's talk about the Super Bowl. And this is to all Jets fans. This is to you. You want to know why Tom Brady won the Super Bowl again? I'm going to tell you why they won the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you why he, but I want to tell you why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. And why Kansas City lost. Okay. Because it's more than just the quarterback. Because Patrick Mahomes is a damn good quarterback. So you could had you could you could have had Joe Montana back there yesterday, and they still would have lost. Why? Because the O line did not do what it was supposed to do. The, the all the eleven players on the field did not perform at the same time at the same level that they were supposed to. And of course, penalties killed them. They were undisciplined, played undisciplined football. And the Tampa Bay defense played at a higher level than the Kansas City offense. You have to always remember that. See, it doesn't make a difference who the quarterback Yes, it does in a way, but not to the point where the Jets fans think our problem is the quarterback. Sam Darnold is a damn good quarterback. If you build a team around him, he can perform at a higher level. And you saw what happened yesterday. I mean, if you were not paying attention to, to what happened during the game, I mean, come on. Now, I know Tom Brady is always on a different level, no matter what. But I will say this. And somebody else said this too. Mahomes had absolutely no protection last night, plus the stupid penalties. But it just shows you it doesn't matter who the quarterback was. Because all 11 players on the field didn't do their job. Football's a team sport. Team, T-E-A-M. It's not a QB sport where it's all about the quarterback. And notice that they built a team around Tom Brady. Because last year, the Bucks went 6-9 and nine without Tom Brady. Six and nine without Tom Brady and without certain players on that team. No Gronk. No AB. You know, the defense didn't the defense didn't have certain defensive players last year that they had this year. I mean, look at Steve McClendon and how hard he played. He brought something to the table for Tampa. The team was totally different last year at six and nine than they were this year. Yes, quarterback, definitely a difference. 
but they had a team around Tom. Tom created that. He built, he told them to build a team around him. They built a team around him. He had receivers. Okay. He had a running back. He had the O-line stepping up their game, blocking for him so he could throw the football. You need that. That's what Sam Donald needs. Stop this like obsession that like the media has on throwing Sam under the bus, thinking he's not a good quarterback. And I want to hear from that guy from ESPN, Dan, whatever his freaking name is. Oh, he'd be a stud. You know, Sam's going to be a stud with wherever he goes. He can stay here, you freaking ass moron. He's got a new coach and they have a new system. He's going to get a new coach somewhere else in a new system. So what's the difference? The difference is they need to build a team around him. That's the difference. Stop. And Watson is not a top 10 quarterback. Enough already. I'm sick and tired of it. It's not all about the quarterback. Get it through your heads. And you don't waste draft capital trading for a disgruntled player who can get disgruntled with your team. And then you're at a loss even more so than you would be if you traded for him. Because then you lose that draft capital. You lose the chance to get a top wide receiver or a top OT. It's ridiculous. And then, of course, over the weekend before the Super Bowl, I'll talk about Trevor uh, Bauer. And I'm just so happy that the that the um, Yankees never wanted him. Because uh, he had explained on Twitter, and I'm not even going to go through his stupid-ass explanation about what happened with Mets fans. Because they released a Met cap, and then they had um, win the Mets cap contest and then it was over and then they had win the Dodgers cap and they had all this stuff here's the three things you need to take away from Bauer that hopefully he freaking learns one he didn't need any marketing materials until he decided where he was playing there was no need to have a freaking giveaway on his website his his digital people suck okay because anybody who knows strategy knows that that was going to burn you in the end that's not a good social media strategy. That's not a good strategy, period. And they said something about like, oh, well, we had all these different, um, you know, um, ideas on, on the back end of the website, you know, like all these different things. And it was put on the back end of the website. It wasn't supposed to be released. Well, you shouldn't have had them in the beginning, you dweeb. You didn't choose the team yet. Why have caps and sign different caps? And then that video that he, that he posted about where he was going, I mean, come on. Whose freaking ass idea was that stupid shit? Just tell people where you're going. Have your agent tell people he's going here, the end. You know, and then trolling teams, teams fans during the off season was very cruel. Oh, I wonder if they'd be interested in having me. Mm, mm, oh, looks like they need a pitcher. You know, wouldn't mind playing for this team. I mean, come on. How old are you? And then, I think now maybe he understands the power, the true power of social media. 
Because when you screw up like that, you're going to take a lot of hits. A lot of jabs at you. TKOs, if you don't, if you don't know, mind me using boxing as a terminology. Because you know what? No one cares. The Mets fans don't care what your, what your excuse is. You didn't sign with them, so what do they care? The whole nonsense. And that's what I'm saying. Athletes need to be trained on how to do social media. You need to have an expert teach you how to use it properly. Your digital marketing team sucks. They have no idea how to use it. They don't understand strategy. That was the most stupid asinine thing that I've seen so far. Have all these caps, have all this stuff, and then that stupid video. I, I sped through it because I was like, what the hell is this shit? You know, LeBron, no, and if he was paying attention, everybody complained about LeBron James's way of doing it on ESPN with Miami. I'm taking my towns to South Beach. You know, I mean, come on. people complained about that shit. They don't want to see that from athletes. It shouldn't be made a spectacle. Just pick the freaking team you're going to sign with, get your physical, and then get the information out there. That's it. Done. End of story. It was ridiculous. Just plainly ridiculous. And then, oh, ho. So more stuff about the Super Bowl because, you know, we're dealing with COVID. So apparently, and this is apparently, I have to get to my Twitter here to read this. So apparently there is an entire section about how hockey players, even in the lounge, aren't encouraged to cluster in one big group. They're even, they're even supposed to distance during eating, can't move around during air travel either. This is dumb and inconsistent. And then a few Caps players can't hang out in the hotel room, but the Tampa Bay Lightning is going to have a par uh, is going to have a team Super Bowl party, and there's a picture of them. So, and then her and then reporter's point was my point is the NHL's COVID protocols are about the illusion of control, and you know what? she's dead on on that one, dead on, spot on. So why would the Washington Capitals fine for hanging out in the locker room, the 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 the, uh, the lounge or the, or where were they hanging out? The lounge was it? Uh, the hotel in a, out in a hotel room, maybe like a conference room. But Tampa Bay Lightning, because the, the Super Bowl was in Tampa Bay and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in the Super Bowl, they can have a party. And there's a picture of them, and I believe they're all wearing masks. Let's look. They're all wearing masks. So there is none in this picture that don't have a mask on. So at least they have a mask. At least they have their masks on. So I don't have to hear that they didn't wear masks. But how stupid. Another thing. Now, and, and oh my God. So let me go back to the Super Bowl. I, I will admit to you that I did not watch halftime. And I'm so happy I did not because I saw the highlights and it sucked. And his music is really good. And I like week, the weekend's music. A couple songs of his I like a lot. But I'm, I just think it sucked. And like, what the hell were those dancers wearing on their faces? What were they wearing? Jock straps? They looked ridiculous. And where were the women dancers? I did not see any women. He didn't have any women dancing. I saw all men. Unless they were all dressed to look like men. 
I don't know. Just gonna point that out. And the commercial sucked, all of them. I don't know how many times I turned the channel when the commercial came on, because I like the one with Sesame Street, obviously. And I like the Bud Light one, um, the Bud Light seltzer, one with lemon, the, lem like the lemonade one with what we've gone through, even when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I liked that one. I thought that one was really funny and I laughed at that one. But other than that, I didn't laugh at that much at all. I can't remember. And then the one for the Paramount uh, uh, street, uh, streaming app. What is with all these stupid stations getting apps? I pay for cable. I'm not going to get your fucking app. That one was stupid too. Um, there were so many that were stupid. And then I, I flipped it when they started talking about COVID. Like I told you I was going to. I don't care. I don't need to be preached to. Goodbye. <laughs> bye bye Don't need to be preached to. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I did not watch the pregame, and I'm happy that I didn't watch the pregame because all they were talking about was preaching about, you know, stuff that we don't need to even discuss. Um... Like I said, I don't want to be preached to when I'm watching sports. I want to watch sports. Keep politics and social issues out of sports. That's how it should be. When the athletes start paying my freaking bills, then they can preach to me. But they don't. They don't pay anybody's bills. So you know what? Shut up. Again, that's not what social media should be used for either. And then all this stuff about like having the all-star game for the NBA is silver. The, the uh, you know, are they crazy? The commissioner of the NBA, is he out of his freaking ass mind? And by, ch and by change, you're having it in Atlanta where there's a high number of COVID cases. Um, are you out of your mind? Could understand like that, but like, do they all have to? Oh, we have to take LeBron's stance on this. No, why? Why? Don't you have your own freaking ass mind? Can't you make your own freaking decisions? Can't you have your own opinion? But you have no, we're, because we're robots. We all follow LeBron's lead because LeBron knows everything. No, he does not. I will say though, there shouldn't be any All Star game. I know they make money from it, but God, come on, get with it. As crazy as it is. But this is the world we live in. This is this is how we live in. We give these athletes this this idea that they have this like, you know, that they're entitled, like entitlement to, you know, we have to listen to them and we have to do what they tell us and we have to um we have to listen to them all the time and then they're always hundred percent right. And you know, because, oh, their opinion on social issues is this, and we have to follow their lead. No, you don't. Because their opinions are opinions, they're not facts. They use their emotions, sometimes a little too much, and then put it out on Twitter as an opinion, and then get mad when people respond in a negative fashion. Well, then you shouldn't have tweeted that. Like, for example, a football player, I don't know who his name, I don't know who he was, tweeted out that he was eating in a restaurant and he thinks it's manly rude 
or disrespectful when someone came up to ask him for a picture. But oh no, no, if it was LeBron James in eating in the same restaurant and he wanted a picture with that football player, I think he would have been quote unquote cool with that while he was eating. That's okay. That would be okay. But having a regular Joe go, oh my God, maybe he probably even said, you're my favorite football player, or I like you, or I know who you are, and I follow your team and supporting you. And then he, he thought that was rude. Your tweet, you should, have, you should never have tweeted that shit. If you don't like that, then don't get involved in being an athlete, which, which you automatically become a role model, which you also become a celebrity. And you're in the public eye. You can't handle that shit, then don't enter it in the beginning. Don't become one. Don't become an athlete. Don't become a celebrity. If you can't handle that. And during COVID, just going to add that in. During COVID, when athletes can make fans happy and all he wanted was an autograph or a picture taken. I think not even an autograph, just a picture. He's complaining about that. Oh, so sorry. I mean, like, oh, my God. How dare he ask for a picture? Again, athletes need to be trained to use social media because they have no idea of what it is. We see it time and time again. Not all, but most. I will tell you about 10% of the athletes out there understand social media and know what it's for. And they do it a very good job of it. The other 90% need help. And that goes for all the leagues. Football, baseball, hockey, basketball. It's just, it's just ridiculous is what it is. But in that case, you know. So we'll see what happens this rest of the week. With social media, if anything happens, maybe then I'll have a podcast for Friday. But I think I'm going to consider this my podcast for Friday. Um, oh, oh, yes, cheerleading is now approved. So I have my competition team all approved. They have to fill out special forms because of COVID. Fun, fun, fun. Um, we already had two workout sessions last week, which was great. Um, and so I'll be busy this week with that, too besides all the other stuff. Oh, and let me just say this. <laughs> just want to add this into it. So, like, there are people out there that get highly jealous of me because I work my ass off and do different things and don't just focus on one thing. Because, of, you know, because it's work. And a lot of people don't want to put in the work. They just want the attention I'll just use that word attention they just want the attention and the acclimates that go along with it that look at me I've accomplished things look at me look at my business look at me you know and they don't I don't, I don't appreciate when people do that but I actually I actually like when that happens sounds weird but because you know what I feed off that I can handle I can handle pressure um, I like, I don't like being under pressure. I don't think anybody likes being under pressure, but I can handle that. That's what makes, and that's what makes you a good entrepreneur, by the way. So I took this stupid quiz. That's what I want to say. So I took this stupid quiz 
know, are you a narcissist or empathetic? So I'm minus 2%, so under 0% narcissistic and 109% empathetic. And then it said, um, it said, you work hard, you work hard for your dreams, but you are unstoppable when it comes to taking care of people you love. You are as sweet as sugar, but as tough as nails. You're often under a lot of pressure, but you can bear the burden on your shoulders. You are not only empathetic, you are incredibly strong. And I said, ooh, that, that definitely sums me up, which people don't know. So like, I only become a bitch when you force me to become a bitch. Literally, that's basically how it works. I will be very as sweet as sugar to you. I am very kind. I reach out. I try to help people. I try to motivate people. I try to inspire people. If people need help in any sort of way, whether they just want me to listen to them complain or listen to me or have me listen to them and with their problems and deal with their problems or help them find solutions or motivate them or inspire them, I'm there. You know. I'm a badass, right? But at the same time, you know, I'm very sweet. Uh, I have a good heart. I'm very honest, which sometimes turns people off because people don't like people who are real. They want people who are fake. Um, but I'm the type of woman that you go to war besides, not against. I'll put it that way. Uh, um, and let that just be out there, you know? I don't care. <laughs> Who am I hiding from? No one. And oh, can the guys on Instagram stop direct messaging me? Hello, pretty. Hello, beautiful. Hey, babe, how's it going? No, we're not dating, so go fuck yourselves. And if you're trying to scam me, it's not gonna work. Seriously. And oh, for those that want to know, I did post on Twitter this most awesome oh my god i saw this video on twitter i mean on twitter i saw this video on tiktok dead it was dead on so let me see um let me see if i can find it mm -mm -mm, i'm telling dead on hold on because i know i posted it yesterday um <laughs> La, 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 just stay with me, bear with me. Well, that was another stupid thing I saw on Twitter. Um, it's a, it's a picture. Okay, okay yes. Uh, this is how dating apps go. Conversations on dating apps. Um, how are you? You know, whatever. Oh, wait, let me see if I can just go back. Hey there, beautiful. How are you? And then she responds, hey, I'm great. How are you? And then the guy goes, can't complain. Let's get to know each other by asking each other questions. Okay, she says, I'll go first. He says, what's your favorite color? And she says, turquoise. And you? And he says, blue, your turn. And then she says, where would you like to travel to? And he says, your bedroom. Ha <laughs> ha, just kidding. And then she disappears because we know where the conversation's going. And then he goes, what's the craziest place you've done it? Nothing. No response. Hey, you there? <laughs> no, she left. Do you think you could handle all of this? 
got no probably a picture of his junk and then you're a fat bitch anyway stupid hoe that was his response and that is exactly spot on on dating sites on direct messaging because that's exactly how it goes you guys don't get it if you really are interested in a girl and want to get to know her you don't ask our kid about those types of things you should not be asking about sex right off the bat what the hell is wrong with you guys and then because she left the conversation you call her a stupid bitch what the hell's wrong with you people again you will find out in my book relationship impossible why dating apps don't work why you should not be on dating apps and how the dating app actually does work so and that will be coming out soon but my preview will be coming out soon in a blog series that i'm working on right now the first one i will release on valentine's day or yeah i think i'm gonna do the first one on valentine's day or maybe the second we'll say i gotta spread it out though so i may have to do i may have to do five or six blog posts um on that note thank you for listening to sassy nation and the sassy show will be live on my facebook page thursday at 1 p.m maybe a little bit after one but 1 p.m i'm doing it thursday now at one because i got training practice to go to in the afternoon so see you all on thursday